0: Well, welcome to the first episode of the Walk On Podcast. Uh I'm Luke and I'm here with uh my boys, Jared and Tommy. How, how are we feeling today, boys? Excited, man. I'm fired up.
1: Yeah, always good. Always good.
0: Long time coming. Long time coming. No, I know. This has been this has been something we've talked about for a while. I know I've uh me and Tommy have talked about it for a while. And then when we got Jared involved, you know, it just it's just taken off and we Make finally sure. finally put it into motion. But I'm really excited. Um we're today we're just going to, you know, set a little basis for what the show is going to be like. Uh, you know, uh who we are, how we know each other, where we come from, what we're doing now, kind of our mindset with things, and then we got a couple of segments that we're going to touch on that's going to be a weekly thing, but you know, we're just going to go ahead and start off with a couple introductions. Uh so I'll start, but basically like I said, my name is Luke, luke Vodolvic. Uh hopefully I'm sure the people that are listening to this early episode, you know, are most of our friends and stuff, but for those who don't know, I grew up in Folsom, California, uh, and for the most part, people around California or NorCal specifically know Folsom because they're football at Folsom High School, and I didn't go there, uh, and that's the first thing that everyone asked me, so that's a tough one, but you see Vista Jersey behind they're me. Jersey in the know. back, yes, sir. There we go. We represent Eagles the Eagles. Back. It's pretty bad, Um, but yeah, but I'm going to start the story off from sixth grade because that's, uh, that's when I met Jared. That's when uh, I started working with Jared, so For people who don't know, Jared is my trainer, and he's Tommy's trainer as well. But when people ask me about Jared, I say he's more like a big brother to me. Like uh, at this point, and I'm sure Jared would agree, our relationship is way more than just trainer and player at this point. And like the fact that we've sat down and decided to do a podcast, like I'm pretty sure that's testimony to what I'm saying. But we started in sixth grade. Uh, I was working with someone else uh, at the 24 Hour Fitness out there in Folsom, and they ended up leaving, and Jared was like the new guy, and so he kind of just put them off to me and uh that was uh that was where we started and I was a little kid growing up uh, at that point I was still playing soccer I was kind of just like one of those kids that my parents threw me in every sport and kind of figured it out from there so I was a soccer player and a basketball player uh that was that was the zone buster days as Jared likes to say
1: uh, client playing number for one
0: client number one yeah. did yeah. not
1: move from the top of the key <laughs> at all
0: I feel like I feel like I, I found my little wing slots, and then sometimes I was a baseline runner if they ran zone, but you know Short oh, corner, you I got it. overload, <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying, so <laughs> that was effective it was an effective play at Harbor Palace. you can't lie hard win, but basically, wow. yeah man,
1: <laughs> purple division shout out
0: court one, court, court one told you. Down. Hey, they're wins. We had medals from those. Those medals got thrown away a couple of weeks ago, but we had medals from those. What is it? Those. Uh, extreme hoops on the medal. Yeah, yes, it is. <laughs> it says first place though, so I can't. You know, you can't knock it. it. Exactly. So yeah, we we worked out that twenty four hour fitness. Uh, I mean, at this point, you know, I'm just a kid who loves basketball, like I said, and you know, we're going. And then I'm just gonna fast forward to high school because there's really nothing that much special that happens. Uh, Jared will get into his story, but. Uh, There was a period when when Jared had left and then Boomy came back. But high school is kind of when it all came together. Um, I'm going to fast forward to sophomore year because so freshman year, uh, nothing really special happened. I played freshman for half the season, got moved up to JV with half our team. Uh, I'm going to mention some names because you're probably going to hear from them on the show eventually. Will and Grant. uh, Well, Grant actually stayed out. Will and Chris, uh, they got moved up. Vance, I I don't know if Vance will be on the show. He'll be listening, hopefully. but. you know, Will and Chris and Vance and I got moved up and that was about halfway through the season. And we had a different head coach at the time. And we all kind of thought, you know, sophomore season, we're going to, you know, we're going to be on the varsity team. It's going to be our team, this core that we had. And like we were thinking Grant was going to be up there with us. And it was just it, we had a lot of things going for us. And then, you know, there was a coaching change and everything. But it's high school that happens. So new coach comes in, sophomore year comes around. Like I said, I, I was definitely really hoping to play varsity and I was still playing soccer at this time. And, uh, you know, I, I, I hadn't made a decision which sport I like really wanted to run with. And so I played soccer and that ended up kind of biting me in the ass a little bit with the coach. But whatever, I played on JV. That was a tough one to swallow, especially with with Will and Chris being on varsity. Those were basically my two best friends at the time. And like it was tough. But, you know, I was still a little kid. I, I say it now. If if uh, we I show everyone my license picture, if. If I were to be the coach, I probably would have cut that kid too. He was about five foot eight, one hundred and forty pounds. Yeah, like
1: <laughs> with, you know, I mean, that, that's five. that's
0: not a varsity <laughs> basketball player. But that's I mean, wild to me. I, it's nuts. No one believes me. Everyone thinks it's a fake, which doesn't make any sense. But yeah,
1: the phone calls I used to get from your dad daily were like just complete stress that you're never going to grow <laughs> it,
0: I feel like I've told you this though it was a valid worry like it was a valid worry yeah, and doctor like and my dad's is- Dr. A I mean, hopefully we can get a Dr. A appearance on the show at one point but you know doc, Dr. A's a is a big dude you know my brother was always big for his age but I was definitely really small at this point point. and you know like whatever I had a, had a pretty normal JV season it was pretty good and I still didn't really grow into that AU season. Nothing really special was going. Uh, I still bread and butter was just catch and shoot. Nothing, you know, that's that's one thing that I can say that's always been with me, but nothing special again. And we go into the junior year and like I finally started growing a little bit, finally started growing a little bit. I'd say maybe about six feet. And like, it, it, and, uh, early in the season, we were all pretty young. You know, like I said, Will and Chris played varsity, but for the most part, most of us were pretty inexperienced. We had Grant Lo in there, who was our vet, and well, I mean, uh, we we surprised people that junior year. That was a, that was a big year for us. You know, we uh, we made it through. Uh, we beat what were well, we the seven seed in sections? Beat Capital, uh, made a made a pretty big run, and that was kind of pretty dope for us. And then like four? those, Is that the half. Uh, Will Will, was yes, a, that was a Will. Shout out to Will. Will.
2: Yeah, shout out to Will.
0: That's like, that's like, you know, everyone talks about like core memories. That's like a core memory in high school for me. Like, that's something that, like, when you talk about high school basketball for me, it's like Will hitting that half court shot and everyone rushing the court. Like, that was crazy.
1: Yeah. On the road,
0: too, right? Huh? On the road, too, right? Yeah. At Capitol. At Capitol. Yeah. Heartbreaking. Yeah. It was insane. It was insane. It really should have been on Sports Center. He got robbed of that, but it's beside the point, you know. But yeah, so we, boom. Continue to fast forward again. AU season was cool. Uh nothing special though. We didn't play on any sponsored teams or anything like that. Nothing, nothing, none of this. A uh, you know, EYBL, no circus, like we I were on. I, I don't none of that. I'm not name dropping anything, but you know, you you know what team we were on. Tommy knows what team we were on. Uh, and we just we rolled with that. We made what it was. Jared's laughing because he knows exactly what I'm talking about, but we made yes, it, sir. we made it happen. We had a great time though. I'll say that we had a great time. And I think it really brought us together for our senior season. And we like, we really knew how good we were, uh, into that senior season. It was the same group of guys we had. We all got bigger at this point. I've grown a little bit more. I'm probably like six maybe, maybe 155, 160 pounds, still didn't lift any weights, but, uh, going into this season, my senior season, I would say I was maybe talking to a couple of D3 schools, maybe some NAIA, maybe, maybe a D2 here or there, but I mean, uh, jared knows the story he was with us like there were there were local d2s that would refuse to you know give me the light of day uh and you know it is what it is at this point i was
1: like they will come here for free and pay his way to play basketball here and they're like no we're good
0: yeah i mean but in it's funny now because i don't even know if i've told jared this but like at the time i didn't even know any of that was really like his talks were happening with them like obviously i knew that they were happening He was like making plays for us, but I didn't know the details behind it. And like, I didn't even know how much they were looking at me, how much they weren't. I was just like excited to even like, Oh, I'm on an unofficial visit. This is, this is the coolest thing in the world. So like stuff like that, like I just, I I tried not to take for granted and like just rolled with it, but really at this point I'm applying for schools. Like, uh,
1: I want to shout out coach fam. You see Merced.
0: Yeah, that was a real one. That was the first offer.
1: Yeah. Coach Fam. He oh, couldn't me.
0: even. Yeah, he was dope. He he really did his work because he uh.
1: He even put you through a workout on the visit himself. Put through,
0: through a workout, we played pickup, and he came to a home visit like a week week later. Like he was yeah. really a good guy. You yeah. know, but no, he did know. You know, I, I will say that. And and, and
1: uh. Him and then Brendan yeah. Rooney, Brendan Rooney too.
0: Yeah. Brendan Rooney. That's, that's also that's a real one. Right yeah, He
1: went to so many Vista games.
0: He was there every single time. And we knew every like game. after the game, he was going to be standing right there at the end of the tunnel. Like we came and said, what's up to him. He was, yeah, no, there were some good guys, but like, I don't know for, for the majority of us, like, I mean, that's going to be the story with a lot of the people we talked to, you know, it was, it. I don't want to say overlooked, but it was just kind of like, we didn't, you know, we didn't have anything flashy or nothing that like really caught people's attention and it is what it is. But, You know we had a really good high school season and uh we just kept playing with it and my computer's tweaking right now there we go i'm back um basically i'm applying to schools like i said and i'm I'm thinking you know college basketball might be out the picture and it is what it is uh i'm very lucky that i come from a family that's fortunate enough that was ready to put me through school no matter what i decided was my interest and you know my my dad being a doctor really stressed academics and making sure I was on top of that so you know I I had a a really good GPA coming out of high school I had pretty good test scores so I was in a position where I could go to school somewhere that I was going to have a good time you know like my thought process was you know I'll I'll try to try out or you know be a manager or whatever try to be a part of it if not I'll play club whatever but you know it it was hard because like I really truly love the game and like there's a reason why those of us that are still doing it still do it like we truly love the game and we uh there's the the first d3 that that basically i got into and they told me if i got in i'd be able to play was trinity and so that was when i was like damn i really could play college basketball so that was like a huge moment for me and i remember talking to my mom about it when i got in it was like it was nuts and like it was it was this d3 in texas but you know uh i was ready like i said ready to just make do with whatever i could and uh i would say it was about First round of playoffs actually, Jared. That's correct, right? It was against Fairfield.
1: Yeah, first round. Yeah. yeah, it was like right around like yeah, middle of April, maybe.
0: Yeah. So we uh it's first round of playoffs. Like we're rolling pretty high. We we actually actually we actually had a really bad senior night. <laughs> that was, that's another that's another great story. Jared chewed us out from, from the stands but uh, we uh, we had a really bad senior night, but, like, we already had playoff clinched and everything. We already had the league title clinched, so we we go we go into playoffs. It was a pretty good seed, and, like, we came out firing this game. And little do I know, Jared's talking uh, to Northern Arizona about uh, one of his other guys that he's training, and they were talking about, oh, is, is anyone else that you know, would they be willing to walk on? And he gave them my name, and they were actually in town. It was, like, a perfect storm. They were in town to play Sac State that night, so they came and watched the first half. And like, I don't. I remember one moment. I had a dunk that game, and that doesn't happen very often. But like, I had a pretty solid half. I hit a couple of shots, and uh, they left after that. So hopefully, I mean, I guess they saw what they needed to see. But
1: it was a, uh, it was one drill: pull up, catch, you three, dunk. And they're like, and the head coach was like, uh, "We can get this guy's a walk-on." I was like, "Yeah, like no brainer."
0: Get a job, dude. <laughs> Fundamental, yeah. oh, nothing, nothing. Yeah, they just they just left, and so shout out to Coach Murphy, shout out to Coach Tuck, yeah, uh, those two. You know, they really. I, I every single time I talk to Coach Murphy, I, I thank him because you know without him I wouldn't even have the opportunity. But yeah, after that they said, go ahead and apply to Northern Arizona. When you get in, we'll make it official. But you know this is you, you can walk on.
1: And grandpa, grandpa's alumni too. So that was yeah,
0: yeah. My 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 grandpa Papa he he played football at nau so and that's where my grandparents met so definitely in the family which is pretty dope but went there and i remember when uh we went on like a little unofficial visit it was during my spring break like this is how late it was in my senior year that i didn't know what i was going to do we uh we went to trinity that d3 and then we went to nau and we sat there in coach murph's office and he i'm sitting at the desk with my parents and he sits like we don't know if you're going to get a uniform. We don't know if you're going to travel. We don't know how much you're going to practice, but you will be on the team. You're just as a part of it as every single other person, and like you can grow from there. And for to me, it was it was more uh, it was more like I wanted to prove to myself that I could play at that level. Uh, I, you know, growing up, it was always you know people don't make it make it big out of Folsom. You know, there's such a handful of people even out of the Sacramento area that make it big, and it's like you're too small not athletic enough skills won't translate all of this. And it's just, you know, whatever. We took it with a grain of salt. I don't think I really ever got hung up on all that. Um, but I wanted to take a chance on myself. I wanted to prove to myself that, you know, I belonged there and it was something I wanted to see. And so get to NAU the next year. And like, this is when, yeah, I met Nick Mainz shout out to Nick Mainz. That's going to be my brother for life. He, uh he also was walking on there and he has an incredible story. So, I hope he comes on. He said he would. So he better come on. But you need a nickname's appearance, no, Definitely need a nickname's appearance. But he uh yeah, me and him, we were both walking on, we were both roommates and we kind of had the same mindset in that, you know, we were gonna wretched that first year, we we're gonna develop and just kind of have fun with it and whatever happens, happens and that year NAU was awful. We won five games. It was, it was not a great locker room. It was not a great team, you know. But I met some of my closest friends. Uh I'm still super close with Jojo Anderson. Uh and he he gave me some of the best advice that someone's ever given me. He told me, he he. that first summer when I got there, he kind of picked on me a little bit to see what I was made of, because he thought I was just another little white kid walking on, like wasn't really wasn't really like meant for this. But he 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 told me he's like, you are my respect. And he's like, if I have anything to say about you, it's find something you're good at and be head and shoulders better than every single other person on the court, because then they can't take you off. And for me, like I said, that was shooting. And so that whole year, you know, we during workouts, it was just work on getting your shot up quick, working. To come off of screens at this level at this pace, you're gonna have different athletes guarding you, getting the shots up and everything. So, Coach Sanchez, that was a that was our red shirt workout, and and Galen, Coach G, he uh he got us right. Me and Nick were we 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 honestly were killing as the scout team, like we were dominating. And uh, it was a fun it was a fun year. As much as we were losing, it was a fun year. And like I really started to get the feeling that like I could play. Like I didn't think I was gonna be anything crazy or anything like I didn't I wasn't expecting anything but I was like I think I have a shot like I know what I can do I think I can help the team and so the next year rolls around and like this is when college basketball kind of hits you in the face you know right when you start thinking I have a spot on the team I have a role you know you get recruited over and that's that's just the business and like people are gonna it's, it's always gonna happen in college and you just gotta keep putting your best foot forward and just work you gotta trust the work and so I remember having that talk with coach Murphy and he was just like you know you just got to keep, keep working. And when the opportunity comes, take advantage of it. And he's like, I don't know when that opportunity has come. I don't know what it's going to be, but be ready to take advantage of it. And that's, that's kind of exactly what happened. So uh, I played the first game. I played 14 or 15 minutes. I want to say I was three for four, had nine points, Uh, three for four from three. That is, Uh, Mm -hmm. you know, solid outing. And I'm, I'm feeling myself. I'm like, I was seventh. I was seventh man. Second off the bench, you know, good 15 minutes. I was like, this is a good role. I could do this. Like I came in, hit some open shots. And then I didn't play really. I played like a combined six minutes for the next seven games, I want to say. And that's when it was really hard. And I got a DNP against Utah Valley. And I was like, dang, man, like it's tough. And the team, like we we were winning some games too. So I couldn't really, couldn't really say much, but like, it was like this tough, but you know, it was was about the work. And we came to San Jose State and uh, the guy ahead of me, the the wing that started gets a concussion in the first minute of the game. and, And Coach Murphy puts me in. Now I, I don't know. I honestly don't know why. Cause there were like three other guards that have been playing more than me, but maybe I had a good week in practice. Maybe it was cause family was at the game, but he said, Luke, go get in there. And, and I had one of my best games in college, honestly, 20 points, six for 13. Like it was, it was a really good game. We ended up losing, but I was like, I can really, that was the first time I really felt like, and I, I think I played like 30, 33 minutes, 34 minutes. I was, I was gassed, but I was like, I, I can do it at this level. It's, it, it's proven now. Like uh, I did it in a game against a Mount as opponent opponent. It's, it's possible. And I ended up starting the next, the rest of the games for that season And in, in the middle of J- uh, January, we actually just uh, beat Idaho state. Actually, we came back and uh, we had, we had a really good practice, whatever we got called into the film room. And earlier in the year, coach Murphy had told Nick that he was getting a scholarship and he, we kind of had our moment with Nick. So uh, we go into the film room and Nick was like, or Coach Murphy was like, Nick, we just wanted to give you your scholarship papers in, every, in front of everyone. And, you know, we all cheered for Nick and, like, I was super happy for him. It, it, was, it was a great moment. But then, you know, Murph stuttered and he was like, um, uh, compliance messed up. They, they got one here for Luke. And the, the whole room erupted like this. <laughs> it was nuts. It was nuts. And I honestly, it, it was a surreal experience. And uh, I, just, I just remember, like, being super emotional. Like, I was crying. I don't care. You guys all know me. Uh, I'm an emotional kid, but Uh, I was crying and, and, you know, I signed the papers with Nick and like I'm so glad I was doing it right next to him. But uh, I remember calling my parents, them being super excited and it was just like a huge moment. I called Jared too later that day. It was just like a a nuts moment and like it it was almost impossible to believe. But I just remember almost being like, now, now I got to prove it. Like now I got to make sure that they didn't make a mistake. Like I I, I know, now I know that I've solidified solidified myself as a player at this level, but I got to prove they didn't make a mistake. Like that scholarship was supposed to be mine, and I, I finished the year strong. Uh, I was I was depending on what website you looked at. I was between second and fifth in three point percentage that year. I averaged about nine points. Uh, I was what was it forty nine point three percent from three, and yeah, it was it was a really good year. And then uh, you know we, the rest of my college experience at NAU, it was good. You know it was a, it was a big learning experience. Uh, we had a coaching change. You know I, a bunch of relationships were made and uh by the end of my four years when i got my degree i decided i I was ready for something new and a new experience so i hit the transfer portal and that's kind of a crazy concept and i'm sure it'll be a topic on here one day but it was a it it was a cool experience too because i really didn't get that a recruiting uh experience during during high school so and it sucked it was during COVID because i definitely would have milked my visits i would have taken all five of them but i i didn't Mm. even have the chance but uh coach stoudemire here at pacific was one of the first that uh really he really reached out to me and more than just like a stat on a piece of paper. He he reached out to me, wanted to get to know me as a player, get me know me as a person. And it was close to home. And again, it runs with the family. My mom and, and her sisters all came to Pacific at one point. My mom got her master's from here. So it, it felt right. So I decided to grad transfer to Pacific. And uh yeah, you know, last year we had a tough one, but I'm I'm excited for this next year. I got one more year, six year vet. Six I'm, year, vet. <laughs> a little too old for this, but you know, I'm excited about the guys we got in the locker room. You know, we got a really good group of guys. Uh you drive the rental I,
1: cars now, though, when you guys go on the road.
0: <laughs> I'm a responsible man. I, I you know. I, no, I think no, legally,
1: I mean, we know that you're responsible, but legally.
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, it, it's, 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 it, it is what it is, but, you know. Ooh, we're just hoping for a big year in the WCC. It's going to be a pretty big, uh pretty big year for the whole conference. So we want we want to win. And uh, it's my last year. I've only had one winning season. And so I really want to I really want to go out with a bang. So I'm I'm excited to attack this year. And I know, uh, you know, Jared's right there with me. I know Tommy's right there with me. We're going to be in each other's ears the whole time. But I'm, I'm excited for for what's in store. But I mean, I kind of rambled there for a long time. Uh, But yeah, I think I think we're going to kick it to Tommy. Give me his story here in a second. All right. Well, I can't say that mine will be as lengthy,
2: Luke, as what 3 4 years on me. I don't know something like that. Couple. But um basketball for me, I started probably we'll pick up here like and we'll pick up here in 6th grade. And I mean, I'm only about 5'11" 6 feet right now, so 6th grade you can imagine I'm like 5'3" maybe 5'4". I'm like pretty serious about basketball, not not crazy serious, but like I like basketball. Probably it's my favorite sport go out for the sixth grade team, you know, rolling Hills, middle school, El Dorado Hills, California. That's where I'm from. And I get cut, not a shocker. I mean, like whatever it is, what it is happens. I'm I'm sad about it, blah, blah. Seventh grade rolls around. I'm still playing basketball consistently, head to the tryouts again. Super confident I'm gonna make the team because why wouldn't I make the team? I'm a seventh grader now. It's They take 10 seventh graders and five sixth graders. That's just how it goes get cut again even though I felt like I like had the best tryout in my life it doesn't make any sense I'm I'm shocked just completely gutted and basically I like from that moment on in my life with basketball especially I just was like nobody is ever gonna work harder than me nobody is ever gonna take what's mine like I'm gonna go get it and I'm gonna make this happen and so I just started going to the gym every single day. I mean, I didn't I didn't meet Jared till when did I meet you, Jared? Freshman year, sophomore year?
1: Yeah, like going into freshman year, like right after freshman year. ended.
2: I didn't have a trainer. I didn't have anything like that. I'm just in the gym, like shooting ball all the time. That's what I was good at. That's what I had to be good at. I'm, I'm small. Just doing that, literally like living in the gym, like <laughs> hours on hours on hours for no reason at all. Just because I was bored and I wanted to be good at basketball, like that's all it was and um you know eighth grade comes back around we got basketball tryouts and like in between all this like i'm playing au you know all net what it is in hardwood palace tournaments like getting it in and eighth grade comes around and uh i make the team finally and uh i'm like I, it's it's pretty clear that i'm one of the best players out there from the jump like we uh we start the season I'm playing. Okay. Like whatever. And I think it was like halfway through the year, my eighth grade coach, shout out to Mr. Johnson. I don't think I've ever told you guys this. Probably don't know who he is, but no idea at all. He's the man. He comes up to me like halfway through a game and he looks me in the eyes and he goes, you have to look to shoot the ball more because probably honestly, till what my senior year, Jared, (laughs) I didn't shoot the ball nearly as much as I should ever, ever. And, he comes out to me. Max,
1: nine shots in a game.
2: <laughs> Max, maybe. He comes up to me and he goes, "You have to shoot the ball. Like we're we're not gonna get any better if you're not shooting the ball. We need you shooting the ball." That then the next game, I think I had like 27 or something, just pulling relentlessly, like. And I'm like, "Wow, like I can actually play basketball. Like, I'm actually pretty good. Like I can really do this." And that just my confidence never wavered for the rest of the year until we go back around to eighth grade AAU. I think I'm in the clear from getting cut from basketball teams by this point, right? Bam, cut again, eighth grade. Don't know why, it just happened. Whatever. I'm I'm shocked. Like, this was the craziest. Like, I'm, I get, remember, I get the text from my mom. I'm in sixth period science class, eighth grade. She texts me, and I'm like, I'm just sitting there like, what? How Like, how is this even possible? Like, it doesn't make any sense to me, but whatever I, it's just, that's pretty tough battle to go through, especially as a middle schooler, like coming off pretty fun eighth grade year. And then just getting cut from a team you'd been playing for, for three years now, probably two and a half years. So same thing. I kind of like was like, I really just got to put the time in like, that's all it is. Blah blah blah. we go freshman year comes around and my mom worked at a local private school. And Jared was, this is when Jared was spending a lot of his time in El Dorado Hills up at up at marble valley we've had our wow, good training sessions there great battles out there yeah a lot of, a lot of a lot of battles good bump out there especially during covid
1: well, yeah. Anyway. Before, after, games were relentless.
2: <laughs> so i mean freshman year before honestly before i met jared freshman year comes around and like i had been putting in work all summer long like i'm ready for a big freshman year and Um, I think it was my first ever high school game. I get fouled on a three-pointer. Like, I'm balling this game. We're down two. I get fouled on a three-pointer. I go to the free throw line. There's no time on the clock. I hit all three free throws. We win the game. Like, I'm feeling myself. I think I'm the best player in the world. Whatever. Fast forward a few weeks later. My knee had been bugging me for a while. Like something was off. Like I couldn't I couldn't really explode. I'm not crazy athletic as it is. Kind of have sneaky right foot balance. You'll find that out soon. But I'm not crazy athletic as it is. But um I could not even explode off my left foot. And I'm like, I'm like, tell my parents, like, there's something wrong with my knee. Like, we need to go get this checked out. So we go to the doctor's office and we get these x rays back. And it turns out I have a a condition called osteochondritis desiccans, I think it is. And he basically told me, yeah, like, we don't know if you're ever going to be able to play basketball again. Like, it was like, it's, it was so basically what it is, is the cartilage is just getting like, chewed away by something the blood flow cuts it off and it's like killing the cartilage in my knee and so i had to get put get put in a leg immobilizer for like six weeks i think it was i'm on crutches middle of the freshman season That just sucks six weeks on crutches the six weeks go by and i, I it's already unknown like i might i might not be able to play again i might we would never know get the six weeks off We get the x-rays and uh my family were pretty religious so lots of prayers were said the x-ray comes back and it's good for some some odd reason it was gone it was good i'm like okay like i'm ready to play so i go back out i start playing uh, again finish the freshman season strong i think um yeah I finished freshman season strong. fast forward to the spring of my freshman year first game at hardwood palace court one eight a.m loose balls going i dive on it break my wrist so that's like I don't even know, six months, six months of basketball, and I have two serious injuries. I'm in a cast, fully up my arm to here, so I can't do anything. Most people, when they break their wrist, they just get one to here. You can still play basketball. I can't move my arm. I can't bend it. Six weeks. Now everybody's calling me injury prone around the school. I hate that. Bothering me. I'm like, this this is horrible. I never want this to happen again. And I do remember telling everybody, I'm like, I wanted to get it. I'm like, I'm like I just wanted to get my injuries out of the way early. Like, that's how it was. So luckily, luckily I recover fine from the wrist. We move on to sophomore year, JV. I have a great year on JV, and mine, keep in mind at this time I'm probably only what like five eight. Baby twenty
0: 120
2: pounds, hundred twenty five pounds maybe. But this is probably when I when I met you
0: around this time.
2: No, that's where I was going to go, and so yeah, yeah. training out at Marble Valley where where uh, my mom works, and I was working out with. Um, one of my guys, Josh Jackson, he's the boy. I worked out with him for a long time and he ended up moving. So I needed to find someone else to work out with. And I started working out with Josh probably freshman year. So I worked out with him for about a year. And he was he was great. We got great work in at Folsom Calfit. I'm honestly surprised I never saw Luke there. But I didn't go
0: there until uh, like my senior year. Yeah,
2: lots of work was put in there. And, and uh so I remember specifically, like I I had Josh had moved and I remember I go to see my mom monitor school and Jared's in there training some Sweet dime, I don't know. And he he looks at me, and I don't really know Jared. And he looks at me, he goes, "Hey, like." And he knows my mom. And he's like, "When are we getting in the lab?" And I'm like, "Shit, you tell me." Like,
1: let's That's get. That's
0: such it. a Jared comment, by the way. Yeah, like, I- he- <laughs>
1: you know, this, dude, this dude rolled in with probably had his Vans on, but he exactly he out, the, out the backs because he
0: absolutely was, so so Peter. still what he rolls into the gym with now. <laughs> <what> <laughs> it's
1: like, bro, you look like a bum. You need to get. Paid
0: hell yeah
2: (laughs) so jared's like when we get in the lab i'm like oh yeah like let me know like whatever i tell my mom what jared said she's like yeah like we can definitely do that so i go to a workout with jared some sunday night workout with jared and rashid because that was what it was the The
1: academy yep and
2: jared like i'm working out with jared and it's going well like i'm working hard like i always do and then i think it was that that was probably in like the winter or something yeah summer rolls around and jared texts my mom and he's like yo like i want tommy to come work out with the older guys and at this time it's luke will grant kenny still
1: playing
2: chris still
1: around who else alec
2: alec was there yeah, Tyus i was is showing there. up every now and then so i remember i remember the first time i work out with them i show up and this is probably my freshman or sophomore year so i'm still tiny as hell like no muscle just small like Little skill, nothing special. And uh I was totally I still remember that first workout to this day. It was the afternoon workout, and we played ones, it was like right wing, and I just fried you guys on the right wing. Like I went like five straight buckets. You guys were like, Who is this guy? I remember genuinely going, do not remember this at all. Yeah, you wouldn't remember this because it's Dolan not important. Wasn't
1: there, was it? Maddie Donlin wasn't there, was he? Mm, I don't think mm, he might have been, but I
2: don't think he was there for that workout. No. But I like like it was like the fourth game of ones. I'm getting no wins
0: previously, probably barely scoring any buckets. It's like Luke, you're, you're
1: getting fried. No, I, I do know. remember.
0: I do remember one Tommy story though. He hit like a deep three, and this might be the same workout. I don't know. It was early though, because we all didn't know Tommy's like. We we knew his name was Tommy. That's it. We didn't know anything. <laughs> and he made a deep three. Then Jared goes, his last name is Ball for a reason. I said, okay. And this is like during the Ball Brothers era too. So I'm like, hey, what is what is this guy talking about? Like, who's this kid? But yeah, that's <laughs> so. So it might be the same workout. To be honest, it probably I was getting fried though
2: i don't remember getting fried i just remember i went like we're playing to five or something i go five straight like like hitting hitting crazy shit hitting things i'm not supposed to be hitting at this point in time i remember i go home and i tell my mom i'm like i i'm like i won one of the games like i won one of the games like i'm telling her it was great time whatever fast forward we're in the lab not every day that summer but probably like three times a week i would say
1: yeah three to four
2: three to four times a week like i'm just i'm getting bullied consistently by then I was gonna say
1: and that was the last win Tommy got. yeah I
2: didn't get, I didn't get another win for a minute I'm taking (laughs) I'm taking Kenny Macklin shoulder buffs to the chest
0: Kenny Macklin left hand step backs all summer long
2: he's just I'm just getting abused Junior, junior year rolls around and this was definitely our best team of high school uh not my best year but a fun year and uh So I'm like, and and honestly, my story is crazy because like junior year comes around, I'm still not even consistently a starter on the varsity basketball team. Like, I'm in and out of the starting lineup, starting sometimes, not not. young
1: young Draco squad.
2: Young, this is Draco. This is this was prime Draco. And so we like, I think uh, we like get like we get pieced up by Sheldon in the first game. I probably had like five turnovers or something. I don't know. Like, I'm like, just like, whoa, like, what is going on? whatever, fast forward and I start to play well the junior year, I finally I like end up solidifying that starting role. And then we just start winning a lot of games. We go to the Rancho Mirage tournament where it's all super popular or I don't know if it is. Oh, now, it's it like it Palm
1: Springs. Springs.
2: Palm Springs. Yeah. When I was in yeah, high school. It's super popular. Yeah. Yeah. And we actually, we win our bracket and like, I have like in the semifinal game, I think I had like 22 or something. Like I go for like, there's 22, probably six threes like Luke just clipping them from deep. But there you go. and then we played De La Salle in the final, and De La Salle that year was third in the state, and like they're filthy, just a good team. And we we beat them. I have one of the better games in my high school career. I don't remember sideline, but I played ridiculously good. Drake plays really well. Jacob played really well. Like we, did, it was just a fun game. We beat them. Go on, win a few games in the playoffs. Fun wins, whatever. Senior year comes around, and I'm like, yeah, like now it's really my time. And and mind you. I'm not really playing AAU with anyone, like not venturing past Hardwood Palace often. So my recruiting is literally nothing. Luke was talking about a few unofficial visits here and there. Like, I don't have anything. I don't know if Jared was trying. I'm sure you were texting people, but like I'm not playing for anyone. So nothing's coming out. So we're going to the senior year and played a few AAU that summer. But like I said, no, no colleges are really reaching out. And then I'm just like, I really like. Me and Dredd both talked about it. We're like, you just really have to kill it the senior year. Like, you got to wake up, shoot the basketball, and have a great senior year. And uh, I did just that. I don't remember what the stats were, but I have a really, really good senior year hit. Shit ton of threes. And
1: shot a really good percentage. Average like 18 and a half. Yeah,
2: 18 and a half during the league, I think. probably was getting to it. I shot like 40% from three. Mind you, I'm still only like 140 pounds. I'm still just, I'm still Baby this, big. I'm still this big, and um, so I think I go to a few camps that summer for some D2s or whatever. And um, Allie, my sister, who we'll learn about here, she lives in Pocatello, Idaho, and she works at Enterprise. And the Idaho State coaches are coming in to rent cars all the time for the trips and this is like middle of my senior year. And she tells, she, she keeps telling this same, same coach, the boy, Chris McMillan, shout out to my guy. I love that guy. She, What's tells that? Him, she tells him, yo, like my brother is good at basketball. Like you guys should look at him. And he's like, okay, like have him email me, whatever. Like probably thinking nothing of it. I, I, I emailed coach Mac earlier in the year and I'm like, look, like, I just want to play basketball. Like, well, like, let me know what the roster looks like. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna walk on, like do this. I'm gonna earn my way and he hits me back, he's like, I don't know what it is right now, but we'll keep in touch, like, blah, 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 and fast forward, I'm just training with Jared every week, like, just getting better, having a fun senior year, killing it, and I think February comes around, it's kind of like Luke's story, They didn't come to watch me play, but Idaho State comes to, comes to SAC Town to play SAC State, and I reach out to Coach Mac. I'm like, yo, like, I'd love to meet you guys, like, I want to come to the game. He's like perfect. So Jared, I think you went to their shoot around.
1: I went. To, yeah, I couldn't go to the game, so I had to go to yeah. shoot around in the morning. Jared
2: goes to shoot around, talks to Mac, tells him about me, whatever, blah blah. Goes I've on known, and go. I've
1: known Coach Looney, the head coach, for a really long time.
2: Yeah. So I go to I go to Sac State, and I read. I like re- text Coach Mac. I I meet most of the coach staff, but me and Coach Mac talk for a good amount of time, like probably twenty minutes. And that was that. He's like, just keep in touch. Like we'll we'll stay on we'll stay on you. And I remember specifically, I, I email, uh, or no, so it was uh, like the last few weeks, it was February, so it's last few weeks of the season, and I just have a stretch where I've just, best basketball in my high school career, I had like three games in a row with like 27, 30 points, seven threes, like just cooking, I think we lost to Folsom, but I gave Folsom buckets on their senior night at Folsom, so that was a great feeling. And, uh, I just email him those games. I go like, this is what I've been doing. I've been killing it. Like, check me out type thing, email him those games. And literally a week later, I'm in practice. I see my mom show up to practice. And I'm like, Stacy is never at practice. Like, (laughs) Like, why are you here right now? And like, we're going into the playoffs and I walk out into the hallway and I actually check my phone and it says tommy this is coach mcmillan idaho state give me a call and i'm like oh shit i'm like this is this is real like luke you know you probably know how it felt that first time they they uh offered you whatever it was and it's just a crazy feeling yeah definitely uh, yeah and like it's nice this, and that was the, that that was the only one the only coach that ever offered me anything and so i get on the phone i give him a call he he calls me he tells me what the deal is like and the plan was to come in. I'm still, I'm still 145 pounds. I'm still not putting on weight. He's like, we're going to need to put on weight before you get here. Like probably like, you're definitely going to redshirt. Like this is what it's going to be. And I'm like, word. and then COVID hits. And this is when we were getting the Sac State workouts in. Like my COVID was straight. This is my COVID straight. Wake up, watch the episode of Game of Thrones, down an unhealthy amount of food, work out with Jared, watch more Game of Thrones, work out again. Eat more food, so I put on I think like 20 pounds in COVID. Like I go from like 140 to 160, and so like I put on a few muscle, and then I get to Idaho State in the summer of 2020, and been here ever since. That red shirt year was, or that it was not a red shirt year because of COVID, and um, it's kind of like a weird. I, what I basically tell people when they ask is like I basically did a prep year at Idaho State, like. It was kind of like what it like i'm I'm learning how i'm learning how a college system works i'm learning how a college program is how to compete i'm on scout team cooking you know just doing me getting bigger in the weight room getting way stronger i came back that first summer and everybody's like who the hell is this guy i remember zach was like what like zach zach uh zach pearlstein goes they got you carrying hay out there in idaho like where'd you get these <laughs> biceps from and i'm like man like just working that's all it is and then la- last next the next year comes around we had a solid year that first my first year first winning season in idaho state in 28 years uh we swept nau luke got hurt in the first minute of the game unfortunately but yeah, we, don't, we don't gotta talk about it we got the job done and so first winning winning season so so we had a good year so everybody came back so we brought 14 guys back and i'm 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 talking to jared i'm thinking about i like we brought 14 guys back like the initial plan was to redshirt like there's no reason to not redshirt give myself more time more time to just get bigger and better redshirt year goes didn't have a great year last year but still great experience and here we are now year number three i'm still putting in the time he still hasn't
1: played one official game
2: yes sir <laughs> third year freshman third year freshman i mean yes.
1: you might as well you might as well take sure. your mormon mission bro that's, that's what we Coach got a six Linney, year Coach, vet and Coach a 3rd year freshman. Coach Lenny says,
2: Coach Lenny says, I went on a basketball mission. So, yeah, a lot of summer work has been put in this year, ready for a big year, man. I'm excited for what's ahead. I'm excited for what's what's in store for myself for my basketball career. We go to Panama here in a week. We might get a Panama episode in. But yes, sir.
0: I think, that's where, I think we'll do that.
2: that's where we're at now. I mean, I guess I did talk for a little longer than I anticipated, but
0: okay. it's good stuff, man. Be best, I, man. I, to be honest, I, I learned so a lot. <laughs> bro i learned a lot about you right there tom because i didn't know obviously i didn't know you until you were in high school but like yeah, yeah you didn't know I mean, nothing yeah. about you didn't know nothing about the injuries or anything no, you, i but. didn't i didn't know anything about that and like me and tommy like we were always cool when we cha- trained with jared when he was in high school and stuff but i think we really got close when he went to idaho state i and definitely like, i definitely yeah. should have included that the I mean, walk, me the too. walk
1: on the walk on connection right there
2: yeah i was texting Luke Bailey, like just Hit, like advice, like what, like, like, and
0: then we were just, we would just chop it up. That's when we really became tight. Oh, that's that's no, that's really what happened. And that's I mean, I don't know, it, it's crazy. The big sky walk ons, you know, between. I, I feel like you, Will, me, and you, like it's, kinda, it's kind of nuts am. the way it's all worked out. But yeah. no, that's really when we got close. So shout out to Jared for that. You know, really <laughs> bringing people together, bringing not even it, We to gotta us. get Will
2: on here for some, some more, some more big sky walk. One hundred percent.
1: Yeah, and for everybody that doesn't know, his for we call him Tommy Thomas, but his real name is James. <laughs>
0: oh. hey. Yes, sir, Jimmy. James. My
1: real
2: name is James, whatever we don't. Yeah, right. James, the third year freshman. Yeah, big things are on the way, man. That's all, I'm all
0: right. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah. All right, Jared, you know, all the, right. the reason why we're all here, Jared, yes. Jared Waters, man. Yeah, uh, that's facts.
1: I'll, I'll tie it all in, uh, try not to take too. Too long. These guys are just, you know, boring all of us out here. But no, I'm just kidding. Um, so you. my name is Jared Waters. Um, I uh, founded a company called KI Hoops. It stands for Killer Instinct, not K-1 or not anything else ridiculous. You might hear uh, it's Killer Instinct uh, Hoops. Uh, I started the company in 2015. I've been training in Sacramento since uh, 2011. So going on year 11 now, um, just kind of my story is real similar to them. I think this is probably why we have such a deep connection as as friends and basketball and just the pure passion for hoop is, uh you know, I, I grew up in a town, uh, Vacaville, uh, people out here uh, would know it, it's simply based on the outlets. <laughs> we, we used to have a good Nike yellow there, now it's pretty bad, <laughs> but um, there was outlets and in and out. And so that, that was kind of the stopping point. It's halfway between San Francisco and Sacramento. Um the town is uh, a lot like Folsom in the sense of football and wrestling uh dominated like the, the athletes. Like if you played football at Vaca High, you were a big deal. Um obviously a couple guys that I went to school with played in the NFL, um, they won a couple state titles. They won, I think, the year after I left, um, but one, I think, my freshman year too. The wrestling team won state like every year. Uh, they were ridiculously good. Um, but basketball was kind of an afterthought. Um not really uh any no like top tier players to come out of there basketball wise. Um I don't even think we had a division one player out of High for as long as I know um play basketball at least. Um so, anyways, so I grew up there, basketball wasn't a big thing. My family is from the Midwest though. Um, so uh my dad and his side grew up and went to IU in the in the Bobby Knight days. So um it's like all kind of in the blood in that sense um but anyway so just i did a lot of stuff just like what luke was saying i, I did a bunch of crazy stuff i like won a couple bmx nationals when i was in middle school <laughs> <laughs> i played com soccer I, I, did, I did i did all kinds of weird stuff um, but once i got to like eighth grade i think it was seventh grade i just told my dad He, I said I want to stop doing everything else and I just want to focus on basketball and that's kind of when I kind of just took my my own training uh, per se to a different level and my dad pushed me at a different level Uh, but same thing I mean I was tiny when I was a freshman I was like five 510 pounds uh, played freshman basketball uh, and then grew a bunch uh, then played JV basketball but because I was still uncoordinated and it's growing a bunch being like 511 and then grew a little bit more. And then, uh, my junior year, right before my junior year started, um, I was playing pickup and I, I went up to dunk and there was a wet spot on the floor that someone didn't clean up. And when I planted my leg, my leg hyperextended. And then the way that the doctors explain it is that the muscles contracted so violently that it literally broke my tibia, uh, and then fractured my tibia plateau. So my leg, like, I got like a little bit in the air and then I fell down and then I rolled over like my leg breaking dislocated my patella and my, and my patella tenant. And so my kneecap like dislocated in my thigh and there was like a hole where my kneecap was supposed to be. And, and then my leg like cinched up and then like, was just like the worst pain. Um, and then I sat on my couch for three days playing Halo and waiting to get surgery. <laughs> and so then um, once I got surgery and when I was getting surgery, there was, uh, I'll never forget Dr. Meehan, Dr. Ferguson, uh, they straight up told me, they're like, you're you are never gonna play competitive basketball. Again, um, this is just like too drastic. They, the scar on my knee, you can't obviously see it. It's an eight inch scar down my leg. I got four screws, 22 staples. Um, I was in an immobilizer brace from my hip to my ankle for two and a half months. Um, and I just like, obviously, any ideas of recruiting or any of that stuff goes gone and didn't play my whole junior year. High school uh, was able to start playing a little bit of basketball again, like the following, that was in October of my junior year, May, my May junior year I was able to start playing a little bit, but like my leg had atrophied, which all the muscles had shrank and my, I was just super weak and, and kind of similar to Tommy's situation. I had a, I had a coaching change my senior year and, uh, of high school. and things just didn't go like as according to what I would say would plan. Um, but the one thing I will say is that uh, when I was when I was sitting after I had surgery and I was like crying and stuff in my hotel or my uh, hospital bed, I just and listening to what the doctors have said about me, never plan, I just made a conscious decision in my brain that that I was going to prove them wrong. And that just I already worked hard, but that really just took my work ethic to like a whole different level. Um, and that got me into lifting weights because I couldn't like play basketball and so um, you know then senior year was was a wash Um, so obviously uh, back on you know I'm way older than these guys but uh, when I played like post grad prep school that stuff didn't really exist on the west coast so everybody in California just either if you didn't have the recruiting or if you didn't have a lot of guys that have grades or if you got in trouble or whatever it is, you would go to play junior college. And back then, like, junior college, like, you had to pay. There wasn't anything, like, to pay for your junior college and all that stuff. So, went to junior college, uh, Solano. Uh, Shout-out Coach Nagel. John Nagel is a great person, great coach. Um, just insane amount of energy and just really kind of, helped me fine tune all this a lot of the skill stuff that i even work on now and just really focusing on specific things Um uh, played there
2: best part about that is i am now teammates with john nagel's son
1: who john, i've been jay i've been training jay since uh, probably eighth, eighth grade too i guess
2: who would have thought that that the the two ki members to become college teammates were ones that didn't meet until he came on his official visit
0: yeah that's crazy Real exactly. KI fam stories right
2: there. Yeah, K- I told the coach, that I said, Hey, like, I, he probably knows who I am. I know who he is, but we have never met. But I promise <laughs> you, the ties, the ties run deep.
1: Exactly. So, um, so I go to junior college um, and then didn't play much my freshman year, sophomore year. I played a little bit more, but we were really bad. We didn't win a lot. Um, but I finally started off my injury. It took me like two years to kind of feel back to normal and feel like somewhat athletic to my level of athleticism. Uh, and but again, we didn't have a great year, and so I didn't have a lot of recruiting. Um, I had some D2s that were interested and I took some visits on. And then I got into UC Santa Barbara. And I decided that, OK, well, I want to try to do go walk on. So I went there. I spoke to the coaches. Um, they wanted me to come in. I, I went in there to go walk on. Um, it just didn't work out. There was some stuff outside of basketball, some stuff in basketball where it just didn't work. And so uh, I ended up deciding that I was going to transfer. I wanted to just go play for two years and see what happened from there. Um, so I was looking around and this is a funny story. I don't even know if you guys know the story. I was saying like super late in the year, didn't have any offers. I didn't play. So I redshirted, And, and so, um, I was talking to a coach from San Jose state. He was like, Hey, there's a school across the bay. They, uh, they just went D two. They might be looking for guys. And so, um, I pretty much told him it's like, all right. So I was living in Santa Barbara. I drove up from Santa Barbara, um, to Cal State East Bay, which was the old Hayward state. Uh, I drove up there. It was like an open gym on a Sunday and there was like 30 guys in there. And I just like, I didn't know what to expect, but I just went out there and played my game, did my thing. And the coach had never met me or seen me. And he's like, he just offered me a scholarship on the spot. And, and that's where I ended up going. And then I had a uh, two years there. I was real up and down. Didn't play a lot my junior year. Uh, and just had a lot of turnover and with players, but I, I made some really good friends and then my senior year I Played a lot, and really had to battle and fight and earn for minutes and, and things like that. Coach trying to take my scholarship, and everything that goes into that in college athletics. But um, overall, I got done playing there um, and then I, I played. Um, got an opportunity to play professionally. I played in Italy uh, two seasons and then and then I did a tour in China. And those were really, really good experiences. Um, and then. Kind of what happened was I kind of fell into the training stuff. I just, I got really lucky, but I was living in Folsom at the time. This is after I got back from from Italy and didn't know I was going to do and and try to keep playing. That's when the NBA lockout happened and it kind of like threw everything for a loop Um, overseas, all the NBA guys started taking the top jobs. And then the top guys took the middle jobs and that kind of just trickled down, made it harder on people like me who had no name. but I kind of fell into training. I again, exactly what happened. I was just up at 24, and I started working uh, as a trainer. Uh, didn't really know what to expect. Uh, first kid they gave me was Luke, and I remember we were had to be on the skinny court at 24 Hour Fitness because there was no room. And so In the I back was like, corner, yeah, back corner. That's literally the width of like the lane <laughs> line, maybe like two feet outside the lane line. And there's a gigantic Seriously. hole for the main hoop, (laughs) like, on the right side. So, like, it was wild. But I'll never forget. Real
2: reps were earned there.
1: It was weird because at that time, that was, like, yeah, 2011, Ray Allen was just – wasn't, like, the Ray Allen of the Milwaukee Bucks, Ray Allen. And I asked Luke who his favorite player was, and he was like, Ray Allen, I want to go to UConn, blah, blah, blah. And I thought that was uh, a very odd answer for a white kid. five feet tall from (laughs) from Folsom, California. Uh, But the the focus level is what I saw and the like the desire to want to be great. And honestly, I can say it out loud, like if it wasn't for Luke and like Grant and will um, like, I probably wouldn't have been doing this still like Alec and Kenny, because I met Alec and Kenny who played at uh, at Caltech and SF State not long after I met Luke. Um, but it was like those guys that like really instilled my, my love and passion for helping, uh, other people achieve their goals and their dreams as far as uh, basketball is concerned and then beyond. So then from there, I kind of just, I started training and, uh, pretty quickly I found like a real aptitude for it and enjoyed it and, and, and really saw the value in it. And obviously someone that was still trying to play, it was like an easy schedule wise way to make money and, Still be able to train myself and be in the gym and all that good stuff. And uh, when I finally decided, well, I guess then I met some other guys. I met a couple other players that were like ended up being really really good players. And I started training DJ Wilson, who who ended up going to Michigan and then got drafted. And then a bunch of guys and I started training uh, Marquise Chris, who who went to Washington and got drafted. And kind of when all that stuff started happening, I started figuring out that. And maybe I'm done playing and maybe I'm just gonna try to focus on this and turn it into a career. And um, kind of now looking back, it, it was it was the best thing that happened because um, I was able to, one be able to meet guys like Luke and Tommy and all these guys. But uh, I also like it allowed me to get a jump start on something that that was gonna serve me uh, as a, for a long, long time as opposed to trying to keep playing and scraping by for, you know, five, six, seven more years. Um, but so, yeah, so anyways, I, I did that and then I kind of went off on my own and started KI hoops, uh, you know, in 2015 after I went to LA and did some coaching down there. It wasn't my thing and just decided I need to get back up and get back with Luke and all these other guys. And, um, and again, now we're, 11 years in and and uh it's it's uh, been a crazy crazy ride and there's so many stories that you guys will hear and things that have happened in between (laughs) and people we've met and and again i'm like tommy said i i met tommy and and that kind of just started um growing the next generation of luke's and wills because tommy's carrying the torch right now for the old guys uh luke's luke is you know will be one more year and then he'll be super grad super senior graduated um
0: yeah, yeah
1: but yeah that's that's kind of for me it, it the, main, yeah. the main thing was like trying to help um guys like Luke and Tommy who just were like me in a lot of ways where they just they got overlooked and they didn't come from a place where basketball was prestigious and they just honestly needed help from someone that went through all the stuff that that i didn't want them to go through that was that's kind of the main thing that pushed me through all this is like i want to get as many kids to college as possible Uh, if we can do that with basketball for free then then that's ideal and that's that's kind of where things have been and where things are pushing and you know we got a lot a lot more work to do and a lot more things to achieve but um but these guys are are solid as they come and i'm super fortunate and blessed and again shout out Stacy and Jim shout out Mark and Michelle like I tell people all the time I, I couldn't I wouldn't be where I'm at without the the families and the parents and stuff so I feel super fortunate um, on that and feel fortunate to be even on this podcast with you guys And um, again the, you know basketball is a crazy 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 world and it's usually has to do with everything that happens outside of the court yep. stuff that happens on the court is just icing on the cake. Everything that happens outside of that is really the crazy stuff. And we're hoping that, you know, we can shed some light for, for other people, the next Tommy, the next loop, or than and anything, whether it be basketball or, uh, baseball, <laughs> football, softball, soccer, whatever, like we, we want to try to help everyone, uh, realize that, even though you might not get the recognition that you think you deserve. Like if you stay true to the work and and really dedicate yourself to whatever your craft is, eventually like things will work out how they're supposed to. There was no doubt in my mind that Tommy and Luke were going to be division one basketball players. They just took a little different route. And, and, you know, there's, they're not the only ones. There's thousands of kids just like them. We could talk about, I'm sure we'll probably have Ford on here and have, tie on here and have all these dudes that they're from Sacramento that have really made it. And even on my experience, like people like DJ, I mean, peace was top 10 pick and he was not even ranked top 60 coming out of high school. So it's like, you know, stuff like that is just, this is what we're here for. So, and some, some good golf stories here and there and
0: <laughs> Man, the best golf stories.
1: And, uh, you know, now that we're all into it, so, uh, anyways yeah that's kind of our deal and you know we, we appreciate all listeners whoever's listening and we hope that uh you get something whether it's a laugh or some motivation from uh from what we're offering
0: this is gonna be really fun no 100 100 and like i mean it's pretty obvious why we all get along i feel like you can definitely see the parallels in all our stories and like where we met up with each other, it just, it, it, it all comes together. And I mean, with everyone that we kind of talk to, I feel like there's going to be a lot of parallels, but yeah, man, we're going to have a lot of fun with this and uh, it, it, I'm, I'm definitely excited.
1: Yeah. Let's get it working.
0: Yeah, so like we were saying, we're going to have some fun. And so a couple of our segments uh, we're going to, we're going to roll with every single week. And like, this is where we need our listeners on our Instagram and everything to, to tap in. So we're gonna have two segments and it, it's going to change the topic every single week, depending on what we're talking about but uh, we're going to have our starting five picks and our walk-on pick of the week. So starting five is pretty self-explanable, you know, we're, we're hoopers you, know, you got to give your, your one through five. It's not top five, you know, it's starting five. So you can, you can put that together however you want. Um, and then our walk-on pick of the week is kind of, you know, something, something or someone, depending on what the the topic at hand is, whoever, something that, that shines in its role, but we don't think really gets the recognition it deserves, you know, it's a star in their role, but it, you know, might might deserve a little more recognition so so this week we're gonna start it off hot you know you heard all our stories i mean jared 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 likes to throw himself in this one oh uh, we uh <laughs> we're, we're starting crazy. off yeah, that's crazy uh we're going with shooters so we're going to talk <laughs> our, our story, <laughs> jared our story. likes to throw himself i mean okay the head i remember a story though no i mean you? I'm, I'm just, no, Jared, I'm not going to hold Jared. Like he, he can shoot, like, don't get me wrong. But I remember Jared, we, this is Come at on. the 24. This is literally at the 24. This is early training years. And it was like one of the first times Jared like played like pseudo real defense. Like he told me he was playing defense. I'm sure he wasn't because I was a little kid, but he was like, because I and I'm just sitting there trying to shoot the whole time. he's like, bro, you need to drive. He was like, I was opposite my they would tell me to stop driving like I was just trying to barrel through people and so I mean you know now he can shoot a little bit because he's been around us for a while but uh we we know his upbringing (laughs) upbringing. (laughs) but yeah I mean so so this this topic can change you know uh it can be it can be anything random this week it just happens to be shooters and we're doing current shooters in the NBA right now uh we felt like all time was going to be pretty similar uh I don't know if you guys were going to have pages in there, but, but you know. That is such good. a
1: homer pick. That is so that terrible. Is, that's, that's a, a great so pick. That's an incredible that's an pick. You guys want, are right, right,
0: let's just Let's just
2: cut cut the, yeah. cut the crap. I want to hear. And to I just, no, I just
1: want to make sure we know. See, you want to tell stories, but Tommy wants to ignore the fact the first time he challenged me to one-on-one, what happened? You guys,
2: blah. move on. <laughs> what, how old were we when this happened? It was just like sophomore year. Maybe.
1: Oh, my God, that's a lie.
2: Bro was so confident. We didn't play once. We didn't play once.
1: That, that was like my senior year because Keese was in town and you went oh, 7 zero. Seven zero. Oh. Oh. Oh? Oh. Let's
2: not say it was seven. It was like seven, oh. It was like three. And Man. Luke
1: doesn't. And I just want to. We get a, Keese Luke, on
2: here. If Keese remembers that
0: that day. Luke we didn't act.
1: get a win until he was like twenty.
0: Cap. Okay. See. Now you're lying. It was. I think I probably got a win like maybe my senior year, but win like with confidence until I was like twenty. That's probably more accurate. Whatever, man. Yeah. We know what happens. We
2: know what happens when you guys are looking across from me in sport court now from now on. I, I just I go
0: crazy. So yeah.
1: all right, until we make you shoot a floater.
0: Floater. <sighs> Back of the night. We don't want to get into that. We I want to hear Jared's first. I want to hear Jared's Jared's right, mine, starting five mine, for sure nice. first.
1: Mine's okay, nice. So you guys aren't ready for it. <laughs>
0: oh, I'm excited. Okay.
1: At at the one at PG. I got yeah. step.
0: Okay. I yeah, think bro. I think that's pretty standard. I'm not gonna yeah. I have nothing to say about that.
1: At the two. I have DeMar DeRozan. Excuse me, bro, bro. <laughs> no, you don't. No, you don't. Mar DeRozan.
0: No, you do not.
1: Okay, I'm gonna give my reasoning real quick. So don't shoot threes, but he's mastered the mid range okay. to the point where it's automatic, and I already have Steph shooting all the threes. Okay, so you if I need a different kind of bucket, I'm gonna go like if who oh, yeah. if you had to pick one person in the league to give you a mid range bucket right now. At the two, at the two, who you pick? Okay. That's a fair pick.
0: I just took it a different way. I just took it yeah. a different way. You okay. know, when I that's think definitely shooters to Martin Definitely is... not what I had in mind, but I 100%. like it. 100%. Like <laughs> Give me the
2: three.
1: Okay. At the small forward, yeah. I got Jason Tatum.
0: Okay. Okay. Fair. I'm not mad at it.
1: Small forward, Jason Tatum. At the four, I got Trey Murphy from New Orleans.
0: Oh, he got a burn. Wow. That's okay. a good pick. That's, that's, a, good that's a great pick. That's Shroud. a really good pick. He has a burn. That's a really, that's a really And good
1: at pick. the five, I have to sadly say, I do have Carl Anthony Towns.
0: I knew someone was going <laughs> to do it. I knew someone was going to do it, and I didn't think it was going to be Tommy. I didn't think it was going to be Tommy. He to might know. I
1: mean, Tommy's a big Carl
0: Anthony Towns fan. Yeah. I am a, <laughs> I'm a big cat guy. I won't lie.
1: Yeah. I mean, he's gonna shout be out to Cam pop.
2: Sheldon. I know Cam Sheldon's a big cat guy, too. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's my story okay. about.
0: That's for thirty-five. Is oh man, Tommy? Do you? Have, how are your feelings on? Okay, time? let he's me good. preface this by. Oh God! I did not
2: have. I had maybe an hour to prepare for this. All right. Didn't think too hey, hard. Jared, I've he's gonna be. He's gonna. Kids.
0: I've been taking care of kids all day long. It's his camp week in Pocatello. He's bro. He's gonna try to get the 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 sympathy vote now. Like oh, yeah. Tommy didn't. I don't have want like the
2: sympathy vote. You guys are gonna love it. The back court. I'm a diehard Warriors fan. We all know this. Give me this Splash Brothers all day long. Steph and Clay. Okay. Heard
0: you. I heard you.
2: Burners. All right. We, we nothing. Nothing more needs to be said. Nothing more needs to be said. Move to our forwards. I got. He went Jeremy went with Jason Tatum. I wasn't expecting that. I got Paul George at the three. I like that. Okay. Paul George. Paul George is given giving you a bucket from anywhere, and he might his his shot is pure. I don't care what anyone says. That thing is money.
0: Okay. Right.
2: The four. See, this is where I was a little basic. I could like have gone uh-huh, better, yeah. but give me
0: KD. I knew me Give me uh-huh. KD. So glad And this,
2: it. this is where, this is where I throw it, for, throw it for a loop. You guys aren't going to expecting this one. Holding it down in the middle.
0: Give me Brook Lopez. I knew it. That's. I mean, uh,
1: your picks, bro. I love Brook Lopez. Cool, I love cool, his
0: game, bro. My, bro, I, I, I'm, I kind of. Early, early thoughts. I like Tommy's better than Jared's. Um,
1: That's crazy.
0: No, see, I just, I just, see, I played it safe today. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna sit here and
2: lie. I played it safe today. I could have. The Demar Derozan easier. pick
1: to me just. The me. Demar
2: Derozan pick is okay,
1: absolutely
0: let's, let's insane. Let's it's hear
1: your two. Let's hear your two then. Right, I want right. to hear. You. That's right, only so. because, that's because you only shoot thirty foot ragers. You know I mean? <laughs> Ready for
0: my starting five? Ready for my starting five? So at the one, Steph, I feel like we're all synonymous there. I knew this was gonna happen. If anyone yeah. said otherwise, that, you're stupid. So I mean, Steph at the I could have seen at like the the two young from you. I don't know. No. He would
1: do some dumb stuff like that
0: for sure. Joe Harris at the two.
1: Um, I don't it. It. You look Come like on. Me.
0: Come on, bro. We're talking, <laughs> we're, talking we're talking
1: my pure pick. Pure
0: production. Pure production. This guy, this guy, he's not gonna. He. he comes in, he knocks down shots point blank. Period. You said
1: current NBA players, he hasn't played in 17. <laughs>
0: Bro, look at the stats over the last three years. I don't want to hear that oh my God, percentages through the year, roof. We
1: say current NBA. he's okay. got a burner. he's
0: got okay. A but okay, but but with that being said, and I have I have this as my three, but you could say the same thing about clay, all right, bro. But I have clay at the three, I have clay at the three, I think. Three. Um he if we didn't all time to a three, he is transitioning to a three. Oh, I oh I, I didn't preface this. I have a small lineup. Um but, <laughs> uh Freshman. so clay at the clay at the Lopez three um, is eating. is eating no you'll you'll see um but yeah i feel like the only reason why i wanted to go a different route um but the only reason why i did that is because if we did all time i feel like i would lean towards clay being in like that conversation so i feel like i had to put him up there so clay at the three joe harris at the two crazy wings um at the four duncan robinson we're rolling small oh I told you. oh my god bro if we're talking pure production we're talking pure production in terms I mean, of catching shoot production he I might leave. I might leave the entire playoffs. Yeah, it, it, I, I'm aware of that, but we're talking shooting top five or starting five. Is he
2: still getting his DHO threes at the four? I just don't know. Yes. Oh, yes he's
0: not. Yes, he's not. yes. We're running, we're running a five out <laughs> with, with who, our, who, our big fella. handoff. Is he running? Big, big fellow running at the top. Bobby Portis at the five. Oh Bobby God. Portis at the five. If you bro, if you don't think Bobby is Moneyballing that from five, at least put at least, at least, if you're gonna have a lineup basketball, at least, at least put Jokic at the five. No, see, that's too no Bobby Portis with the (laughs) headband specifically.
1: Hey, all I know, all I know is that your five is the worst by far. No, no, no. And if if we're shooting, we're yeah, pure shooting. Put us, bro, we Bobby.
0: Bobby, What's so confusing about that? I, I'm in shock. Bobby, Portis. <laughs> he's got burner. Bobby Portis has burner.
2: He does. But like, yep. I just I love didn't. My starting 5
1: Your starting five. ass. Duncan
0: Robinson at the four is crazy. Listen, Bro. we're just going to outscore our team and we're going to score your in three. Your team
1: gentlemen. is going to get scored on every possession. This
0: isn't a defensive starting five. This is a shooting starting five. <laughs> oh, <laughs>
1: that was so bad. You know what, Tommy? Hey, I'm real happy with your picks now, Tommy.
2: Yeah, I, got, I thought dude, I went a little too baby. This guy threw Duncan Robinson at the four.
0: I am just oh so Bobby
1: Portis.
0: <laughs> yes, with my headband. Come on, man. Oh.
1: Let's right, not even right, the game
0: transition right. back. Bro, we're talking about three point shooting. We're talking about okay. I get your shooting argument,
1: DeMar or whatever. we're talking about pure shooting. Yeah, the, that's. Knockout is a shooting game. You would lose. My team is
0: not losing. Hell no. Joe Harris isn't hitting the rim the whole time.
1: Bro, this <laughs> dude Bobby Portis is going to slam it off the backboard. <laughs>
2: <laughs> he's
1: not a main threat, but he's got a, a burner. But it's just
2: not, not what I expect.
1: Nah, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding.
2: That's nice, bro. Let's go. All right, Jared,
1: walk on pick. Walk on pick. All right, so again.
2: I feel like Trey Murphy would have been a great one for this one. I can't believe you put him in the four.
1: Yeah, because yeah, I think he's the best shooting for for young guys. You know what I mean?
0: He's legit. I'm mad at I'm not mad pick. at it. I'm not well, mad at it. I took all. a
1: different route with the walk on pick, and right. I'm gonna pref- I'm gonna explain why. So my walk on oh, yeah. pick is Dorian Finney-Smith. Okay. So undrafted. Right. So speaks to us. Right. Neither none of us are drafted. <laughs> <laughs> That's for sure. <laughs> Shot 39.5% this year.
2: Okay. Yeah. Hell of a Western Conference semi.
1: Guarding Devin Booker, guarding Steph and Clay. And he's one of the main reasons, if not the main reason, why Luka has space on the wing. I like the pick. So like the pick. Luka yeah. doesn't get the same room to operate and get to rest on defense without Dory. All right. And he, I'm as an undrafted it. player, he just signed a four-year, fifty-five million dollar deal. So I gotta give him a shout out.
0: Okay, I mean, shout out to, shout out to Dorian Finney-Smith. I mean, I'm not mad at the pick. I think it's, I, I like the reasoning and everything. Uh, I think mine's better. All right, Tommy, what you got, man? Um, let's. I don't. Know. I'm just gonna get straight to it. My guy, he's not. He's
2: not. Definitely didn't go undrafted, but he has an absolute burner, Cam Johnson. Okay. I feel like anytime I see that guy shoot the basketball, it's not gonna miss every single time he lets it go. So, I mean, Cam Johnson, get, he people know who he is, but I still feel like he he he's more than just a shooter though. But like I said, whenever I see that dude shoot the ball, I think it's going in. I think he shot forty four percent from three this year, something crazy.
1: Is uh, he going to be shooting in a different jersey when the season starts? That's the
2: question. Mm-hmm. That is mm-hmm. the question.
0: So, all right, Luke, let's uh, hear Cam Johnson pick. So again, uh say you know, Kyle guy. So basically basically uh Sacramento Kings. I took this I took this walk-on pick as someone who I feel like uh has produced at a high level but doesn't get talked about in that uh in that conversation. I'm taking Buddy Healed as my walk-on pick. <laughs> um this guy, if Ronald you talk King. about if you
1: talk about yeah. numbers, if you talk hey, about Hey, Luke numbers, is a
0: Kings fan by the way if you guys
2: didn't know. Hey, it's pretty obvious at this point. Buddy, he just
1: loves pain.
2: You guys see the Sacramento
0: uh painting in the background? Yeah. Oh man. Look, look, look. But you, this is not a bad pick. Like I get, I get the arguments on my starting five, but like I know the route I went, and I think it's a strong five. But I get the arguments. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm not gonna sit here and lie. But this one, this one is tough. If you look at the pure numbers, if you look at the volume <laughs> of three pointers that this guy has made in his time in the league, at at whatever age, you know, he's continuing to hit these milestones. I feel like it's just something that doesn't get talked about because when you're in Sacramento, you don't get that, you don't get that recognition. And so, you know, oh, he got yeah. traded. He he's maybe, in maybe, no, he's at Indiana, yeah. but. Yeah, I mean, I think, I think, I think, Buddy Healed. You know, people don't, people don't want to give him that, that, that credit. But you know, he, that's a all dick. That's all. Thank you, now, that's thank all you. I just love. I just love, of you. course it was
1: a king. Of course it was. Okay, a, it I to was be. gonna go. Yeah, no, of course. I was gonna go why with didn't, Matt, why didn't Matt you put Thomas. Any, why didn't you put any current kings Thomas, on your I like, Huh? Why? Why didn't you put any current kings on your starting five though?
0: Uh, I mean, Kevin Herter almost got the three spot. Herter almost got the three spot
1: over Clay Thompson, Matt <laughs> Thomas. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, I, I told you. Great walk. Yeah, on Matt pick.
0: Matt Thomas was my backup walk on pick because yeah, that he, he that. has a burner. Yeah. Oh my goodness, he has a shot. burner. <sighs> Shoot.
2: But yeah, well, I mean, I think Cam I mean, Johnson if... beats both of them in a shooting competition. But solid pick.
0: Yeah. So, Buddy healed. I don't know. None of them miss. So. <laughs>
1: No, I mean, but yeah, I I
0: like, I mean, I like, I like, I'm, I like right, I'm, I'm
1: going with Doe. So, I mean, Doe's going to take care of the squad.
0: Yeah. And, you know, that's why you run your front office and I run mine. <laughs> no, I
1: mean, yeah. And so, we see what happens. To our, camps, our camps seem to
0: view in. things a little differently.
1: Yeah, that's cool. You just know what kind of front office you're used to seeing. So we know how questions. Oh, yeah. yeah,
2: that's a
0: great, Jared. I Jared, I couldn't have said it any better. You know, do it any adversity, adversity, fellas. Adversity 22 oh.
1: years. You, Luke, oh, they I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear
0: it. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. I've heard that the, land oh, this year, Mike Brown. That's cap. That's cap, dude.
1: You haven't been
2: alive.
0: Yes, they made it in like 2004. I was born in 98. You forget how old I am. Six year vet. Were you watching that while back then? Yes, I remember back at the Stewart Street house. Come on. Was tapped in. Yeah. See, you don't want to. You don't want to do that. I told you. First, Good first bet. Kings game I ever went to. They they were playing against the Vancouver Grizzlies. Mike Bibby game winning shot. I remember it like it was yesterday. Me and Dr. A were at the game. I hope you see the playoff light of day. I really yeah, we, we, we. I hope will. you
1: don't. <laughs> we will.
0: Uh, wrapping things up. Rosen. Uh, the wrapping, up yeah, no, I don't know, man. I don't know. That one's. That one might be as wild as Joe. Uh, Joe Harrison, but and and and. Uh, no, Duncan, Duncan Robinson. Duncan. Duncan.
1: Yeah, your team actually
0: is <laughs> <laughs> <That> was- <laughs> But if we're talking pure shooting, come on. All right. Yeah, um, but there's
1: variants of shots.
0: Yeah, okay. no. Yeah, Various. I get yeah. it. I, I, not on my I'm, team. Probably the best mid-range shooter in the league, so. Yeah, but uh, wrapping things up, uh, Jared, you got any rounds planned for the – anytime soon on the, on the course? What are we talking about? Whoa. Anything special?
1: I shot – a beautiful 83 last week. Oh, yeah, so so I'm going to i going to hang my hat on that for a little bit. I'm still chipping right. though, 50 chips a night, you know. There we go. That's what that. gets you right. I love that. That's going to be that's going to be the slogan. 50 chips a night gets you right.
2: 50 chips a night gets you
1: right. <laughs> <laughs> Walk on pod. Yeah. Yeah, but I, was, get- I was definitely attacking the pins. So,
2: as you shine. An 83 is a great score. Is that a PR? PR,
1: It babe. is.
2: Definitely awesome. is. Incredible. should have been a semi. it oh, It's been a while since I hit me. the course, you know, I'm more of a mini golf guy right now. But- yeah, That's right.
1: You just, you just avoided paying for slurpees. I did. We've got a,
2: we've got a running thing here. The summer, the summer thing has been mini golf loser. Loser has slurpees and I'm, I'm good on the last two rounds.
1: What about, Boy. what about you, Lucas? Are you hitting the range tomorrow? Uh,
0: maybe there's, there's, a, there's actually a, a high chance. I hit the range tomorrow. Um, it, it come August, what, like 14th, I'm going to be in Tahoe for a week, and we are playing multiple rounds. Yeah, you're so, playing Edgewood for like incredible lives out there. Oh, and your... Edgewood Edgewood for Chris's Chris's wedding. Man, I am I am excited Chris for that wedding. One. Yeah. That's how
1: I know I'm old, bro. I got another <laughs> guy.
0: Getting Chris is getting married. Yeah, man. Wow. wow. I don't man. really want to get into that, but, I mean, this was a great episode. I mean, we really, I feel like we laid the way, foundation. Way to it,
1: off.
0: it was a long one. I apologize. But, you know, um, I think after this, you know, me and Tommy were saying, you know, after this, we're just going to, the ball's rolling now. And, you know, we'll just have some real, like, natural, organic conversations based on whoever we have in here, whatever, whatever's going on in the world. And we'll just, we'll go from there. But, you know, now you know us, now you know our stories. And, uh, you know, I hope, hopefully we got a couple listeners along for the ride and we're, we're excited to see where it goes.
2: But, is yeah. There, uh, is there, Long episode, but absolutely necessary. The
0: groundwork is now laid. Yeah, hundred no. percent. All
1: right, all right, everybody.
0: Until next time.
1: Yeah. Appreciate everyone. Yeah. Have a good one. We're out of here. Peace.